आई फील होपलेस सेस एस आर एफ टी आई स्टूडेंट अलेजिंग सेक्शुअल हरासमेंट उर्मी भट्टाचार्य आफ्टर द इंसिडेंट वाई डिज यू रन टूवर्ड्स द क्लास रूम इन सर ऑफ हैविंग हिम कॉट रेड हैंडेड विद द हेल्प ऑफ योर फ्रेंड्स एंड अदर स्टूडेंट्स हाउ कुड यू पुश श्री देशमुख अवे वेन ही हैड ग्रैप्ड योर लेग्स वॉट ड्रेस वे यू वेरिंग ऑन दैट डेट अ ट्वेंटी एट ईयर ओल्ड फीमेल स्टूडेंट एट सत्यजीत रे फिल्म एंड टेलीविजन इंस्टीट्यूट वॉज आस दीज क्वेश्चन बाय एन इंटरनल कंप्लेन्स कमिटी ड्यूरिंग अ क्रॉस एग्जामिनेशन बाय द आई सी सी ऑन बिहाफ ऑफ द अक्यूज्ड द फीमेल स्टूडेंट हैड अक्यूज द मेम्बर ऑफ द नॉन टीचिंग स्टाफ ऑफ सेक्शुअली हरासिंग हर मोर देन वंस द अक्यूज्ड कंटिन्यूज टू वर्क ऑन कैंपस द वुमन अ फाइनल ईयर स्टूडेंट हु लिव्स ऑन कैंपस टोल्ड द क्विंट ही डन दिस टू मी मल्टीपल टाइम्स मनोरंजन देशमुख The office boy she accuses of harassment had once in March 2018 come up from behind me in a corridor that my friends and I were walking down. He grabbed my leg as I started to climb a staircase and I kicked off his grasp with the sole of my foot and ran away. I was too scared to do anything at the time and I complained to no one. Then in September 2018 while two friends and I were sitting in the staff room hunched over some work he came up from behind me once again. and tried to squeeze through the space between my chair and the wall as he passed behind me his hands pressed my shoulders and he quickly walked away a copy of the oral deposition that smita gave to the icc has been accessed by the quint and it details the questions she was asked about both incidents as well as the inquiries into her apparel interestingly this icc wasn't the first to hear her story either As Smita alleges she officially presented her case to two subsequent bodies stretching out her wait for justice to an interminable 5 months and ICC is supposed to submit its fact finding report within a period not extending 3 months so why the delay how a professor allegedly asked her to amicably settle her complaint according to smita she couldn't accrue the gumption to forward her complaint to anyone until december and to the then student body president nerita thakurta Thakurta confirms Smita's complaint came to me on 6 December one that I immediately forwarded to the director of SRFTI's gender committee Madhavi Tangela who incidentally forwarded it on the same day to the director Debamitra Mitra Smita alleges though that she heard nothing from an ICC for weeks although something entirely unpleasant and untoward did happen Within hours of registering my complaint with Nerita and post the gender committee's telling the director I presume I saw a large meeting being conducted by Ms Mitra attended by various members of the faculty HODs et al Initially I was sure it couldn't be about me since mine was a sexual harassment complaint definitely not something that could be discussed without breaching confidentiality and yet when I heard the word complainant I suspected they were talking about me The quint has reached out to the director for a comment on the alleged meeting but is yet to hear back Smita alleges that soon after that faculty meeting assistant professor Orgo Sengupta of the department of animation convened a meeting of all students in the department and right after the meeting asked all other students to leave and for Smita alone to stay back that gross violation of privacy in itself Smita asserts would have been tantamount to violating the prevention of sexual harassment act or posh but Sengupta she alleges went further he told me he knew about the matter and that i should settle the matter with the office boy amicably by accepting his apology his exact words were i am selfish about my department if we shift manoranjan who knows everything about our department any other staff who comes in will be lazy after all do you want him to lose his job i can make sure that he won't talk to you or any other girls i can officially order him 
Smita claims that she mumbled a refusal to his offer and left the room. Narita meanwhile claims that while Sengupta in an email did indeed accept that he had had this conversation with Smita, he denied having been told by the director or anyone in the institute to mediate. In an email, a copy of which the Quint has accessed, the director Debamitra Mitra responds to an email sent by Women Against Sexual Harassment or WASH, a social media-based organization run by survivors of sexual violence in Kolkata's campuses, and writes, It is totally incorrect that the details and the identity of the complainant were disclosed by the office to Sri Orgo Sengupta, associate professor. Sri Sengupta is a member of the faculty of the complainant's department and could have come to know about the complainant from some other sources. If he had tried to resolve the matter, it was his initiative as a gentleman. The director's response to the letter from Wash, denying any violation of the rule of law or trying to intimidate Smita, and Wash's rebuttal to the same can be found in the screenshot of this email below. When the Quint reached out to Orgo Sengupta for a response, he refused to answer this correspondent's questions, insisting instead that the complainant had no right to talk about this case while it's still going on. He also directed this correspondent to talk to the director instead. The director is yet to respond to the Quint's query regarding the professor's alleged involvement. Thakutta claims that while Smita did mention to the student body that she'd seen a faculty meeting take place just before Sengupta had called the student meeting, there was no proof to suggest that Mitra had indeed intimated the faculty about Smita's case, especially since, within quotes, he took the responsibility upon himself and in an email said that he had acted of his own volition. Perturbed by not hearing from an ICC, however, in the midst of all this rigmarole, Smita approached Thakutta on 21st December who in turn reached out to the then-presiding officer of the ICC, Putul Mahmood. Putul told me she hadn't received the complaint yet, which surprised me. I wrote to the director at once, CCing the ICC, and asking her why the student's complaint had not been forwarded to the ICC yet. After that, Deba Mitra Mitra immediately forwarded the complaint to the ICC. The Quint reached out to Deva Mitra Mitra regarding the alleged delay in forwarding the complaint, as claimed by the student body and the complainant, but is yet to hear back. Smita claims that it wasn't just a faculty member but that eventually news about her sexual harassment complaint leaked and travelled around campus like wildfire, with several students coming up to her hostel room to ask her, but why are you doing this? He hasn't done anything like this to anyone else. I've been feeling tormented and harassed by all this attention for a very long time. In the meantime, the ICC also got changed and I've had to wait a really long time to hold on to any hope for justice, she says. This, the student body and ex-ICC members claim, was partly because the previous ICC, to which Smita deposed in front of, had finished his three-year tenure and had to be replaced by a new, reconstituted ICC. The fact that the previous ICC had completed its tenure was confirmed to the Quint by a previous member on the committee. The Mysterious Case of the Two ICCs Putul Mahmood told the Quinn that the previous ICC had immediately conducted a preliminary hearing and asked Smita to present witness. The preliminary hearing was conducted on 26 December 2018. As per the guidelines of the ICC, we look at a complainant's case and their evidence and witnesses and prima facie take a call on whether there is a case. We presented copies of the preliminary hearing to the institute and the complainant, establishing that it was indeed a case of sexual harassment. Smita confirms that she received a copy of her own witness statement from that ICC and that she was told by Putul that the ICC had indeed established that hers was a case of sexual harassment that needed to be investigated. 
The ICC's preliminary report, she was informed, was submitted on 4th January 2019. Smita, however, claims that her weight was compounded by the fact that a second ICC, despite being set up on 21st January, asked her to depose only on 8th March, months after she had originally complained. It was this ICC, presided by Sanjukta Re Pahari, that saw certain members ask her entirely irrelevant questions about her attire, although they were on behalf of the accused during a cross-examination. These can be seen once again in the copy of the cross-examination she shared with the quint. He, the person who asked her the questions, questioned me for at least a couple of hours and I answered as best as I could, but I was uncomfortable because of them. She is also upset at the fact that she has to continue seeing the accused on an almost daily basis as the latter has simply been transferred to a department or building she accesses all the time. I access the admin building almost every day so I have to see him all the time. It makes me very uncomfortable. Sometimes I feel really hopeless. I want my complaint to be considered, to be valued and addressed. Why hasn't this man been suspended? Thakutta confirms that the accused is indeed currently working in the admin building, something that Director Debamitra Mitra herself confirms when she argues in the email sent to Wash. The accused has been shifted from the animation department to the tutorial section in a different building in accordance with Section 12 of the Sexual Harassment Act. A screenshot of this from the director's email below. Mitra in this case has indeed acted in accordance with Section 12 of the Posh Act, which states, A. During the pendency of an inquiry on a written request made by the aggrieved woman, the internal committee or the local committee, as the case may be, may recommend to the employer to 1. Transfer the aggrieved woman or the respondent to any other workplace or 2. Grant leave to the aggrieved woman up to a period of 3 months or 3. Grant such other relief to the aggrieved woman as may be prescribed. Reiterates Jyotika Bhasin, a practicing lawyer, an NGO member and an expert in the field of posh laws who has served as an external member to companies' ICs before. As per the provisions of the Act, the above remedial measures can be applied. However, suspension has not been mentioned. Instead, during the pendency of the inquiry, the IC can ask the complainant or the respondent to go on leave. Suspension is a punitive measure, a punishment, that cannot be meted out to the respondent while the IC inquiry is going on. That is, unless the situation is so very aggravated that one has to take such action. Wash, however, argues in the reply to Director Debamitra Mitra's email that the complainant was not informed of this decision and she is in more discomfort now as she has to see the man more often now. Manuranjan has been speaking with her classmates and turning them against her. Screenshot of their response below. SRFTI's history with structural silencing of sexual harassment. In 2017, an SRFTI student called Kunjila Maskimilani said that she had attempted to end her own life after penning a note shared on FB where she said, I'm ending my life after trying everything. The note also mentioned how, if you are a student of SRFTI and you're sexually harassed, raped, there is no way you can survive. While Kunjila survived the suicide attempt, she alleged that she had been sexually harassed for years by professors of the government-run film school. She is currently one of the founder members of WASH. Speaking to the Quint, she said, The campus continues to repeat its cycle of sexual harassment year after year. It's like they keep assuming that they'll be able to get away with harassing and disbelieving a new batch of students. I was also a complainant once. We had protested, but didn't really gain much. Violations continue to happen. In 2015, 
three members of faculty at SRFTI were suspended and later dismissed after several female students registered complaints of sexual harassment against them. Kunjila was one of the complainants. A few male students were also charged. Our victory at the time was that these professors were eventually dismissed from their jobs. But what was the point of what we did, she says. Has anything changed? A faculty member who spoke on the condition of anonymity told the Quinn that a lot of bad blood had spilled over campus following 2015 sexual harassment allegations. Those in positions of power still remember the allegations and hold grudges. They continue to remain in denial that harassment on such a large scale occurred and attempt to quash voices of dissent. In the past couple of years, a major change that SRFTI has witnessed has been the hasty constitution of a gender committee comprising two students of the institute and a couple of members of faculty and the registrar to redress such issues. Madhavi Tangela, proctor and head of the gender committee, says that there has been constructive change in the right direction. If we hear of a case of sexual harassment, be it a female or a male student, we immediately intervene. We start by making sure that a support system is in place. We also have a counsellor on board who is on standby 24-7. This counsellor, Tangela claims, has also attempted to help Smita through her period of waiting and watching and agonising. The Gender Committee, its members tell the Quint, also no longer wait for written complaints but act on verbal intimations of any sexual violence and intervenes. Nerita Thakutta, incidentally, is also a member of the committee and had forwarded Smita's complaint to Tangela, who had immediately sent it to the director to pass on to the ICC. The director allegedly did not until the 2nd mail of 21st December. A detailed email has been sent by the Quinn to Director Deba Mitra Mitra requesting her response to several allegations raised during the story. This story will be updated as soon as she responds. A petition has also been launched by digital advocacy and campaigning site jhatka.org demanding the suspension of the accused until the ICC investigation is over, a screenshot of which too can be seen below. In the meantime, Smita continues to wait to hear from an ICC that hasn't offered justice yet, trying, in her own words, to keep herself sane. The ICC is supposed to conclude its investigation by the end of this month. My friends and I have already deposed, so has the accused from what I'm told. I'm just tired of waiting. The name of the complainant in this story has been changed to protect privacy.